Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on. Today and tonight, we're bringing into the new year for Christ Center Church and for the body of Christ at large uh, to the world that we are bringing a new year into greater, greater things and greater opportunities. And I'm so glad that we are part of this great last harvest and revival. And he has been so faithful for 2000, this 2022, since January 1st, 2022, until December 31st, 2022. God has been faithful. And we are here to magnify, we're here to glorify the wonderful, majestic, powerful, there's so many words we cannot even have time to describe. The man Christ Jesus. He rose, he died, and he is living for him because he has promised us that in his father's house there are many mansions if it were not so he would have told us but he was gone to prepare a place for a people that is working for the kingdom of God and I believe he's called this church to be a life-changing agent in the city of Hamilton in Mercer County and across New Jersey and the very various parts of the northeast of the United States of America and I believe that God has called us and you're here to, uh, who are watching are part of this experience. And we come to welcome you in the powerful and majestic name of Jesus. You should feel welcome even where you're sitting, at your computer, at your home. Worship with us. Magnify. Because the same presence of God that's here, we're here to yet usher in the new year with you a part of us. And you can be healed. You can be set free. You can be life changed. And if you need to be saved, trust me, give us a call. We'll go where you are and we will yet do the work of the Lord and baptizing you, seeing you filled with the Holy Ghost. And we're going to see revival in your life and in your family's life. Can we shout hallelujah, saints? Blessed be the name of the Lord. We're here to stand. We're going to read God's word tonight. And it's been a faithful time. And we're going to read, I feel led to read from the book of Psalms 48 great book of Psalms 48 and I'll read in your hearing great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God in the mountains of his holiness he is beautiful for situations the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north the city of the great king God is known in our palaces for a refuge for lo the kings were assembled they passed by together. Verse 5 says, They saw it, and so they marveled. They were troubled and hastened away. Fear took hold upon them there, and pain as of a woman in travail. Verse 7 says, Thou breakest the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. As we have heard, so have we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God will establish it forever. We have thought of thy loving kindness, O God, in the midst of thy, of thy temple. According to, the, to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. Now let, let Mount Zion rejoice, hallelujah, and let the daughters of Judah be glad because of thy judgments let us walk about zion and go around about her tell the towers thereof mark ye well her bulwarks 
consider her palaces that ye may tell it to the generations following. For this God, let the church say, for this God is our God forever and ever. We will be our, he will be our guide even until death. That's the promise that he has made, that he will be our guide even until death. Let's put our hands together one more time. Let's usher the presence of the Lord. It's a marvelous time to be in God's house as we have right now. Mr. Scarlet will come and lead us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, everyone. Amen. Let's continue to praise the Lord tonight, church. Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to take prayer requests at this time. We're going to go right into a prayer tonight. We want to welcome everyone that is here. We want to welcome our online congregation. If you have a prayer request, we ask you to send it in um, to the media team. And uh, we'll keep you in our prayers. Anyone in the congregation want us to pray with you tonight, we ask you to raise your hands. Uh, Sister Enrique, Sister Henry, Sister Yvonne, we have a bunch of hands going around. So just look around, raise your hands if you can, raise your hands for those that are in here that needs prayer tonight. We want you to help us to pray tonight. Amen. Just look around. I may not hear you to call all the names, but by you helping me pray tonight, You'll be able to see the names. You'll be able to see the hands that actually raised up tonight. And we can touch and agree for everyone tonight. Amen. We want God to have his way in the service tonight. And whatever we do tonight will be done to the glory and to the honor of his name. Amen. Our oh, God is truly great and greatly to be praised. So at this moment, without any further ado, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray tonight. Father God, we come in your presence one more time, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this another privilege that you have given unto us, Lord God. For you say, where the two or the three are gathered together, touching anything concerning this, you're here to bless. And Father God, as we come in your presence tonight, Lord God, we ask you to forgive us, Lord God, for every sins that we have committed in your sight, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you'll burn out every sins that we have committed in your sight, knowingly and unknowingly, Lord God. Wash us and help us to be whiter than snow, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us, O Lord. Cast us not away from thy presence and take not thy only spirit from us. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we pray for every hand that raised tonight, Lord God, that whatever the needs are tonight, Lord God, if it's physical, Lord God, we ask you to touch them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, if it's spiritual, we ask you, Lord God, to touch them in the name of Jesus. Oh God, if it's financial, we ask you to touch them in the name of Jesus, Lord God. If it's emotional, we ask you, Lord God, to touch them in the name of Jesus. There is nothing too hard for our God. Oh God is able. Oh God, we're trusting a God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above that which we ask or think. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we pray for those that are not here tonight, those that are watching us, oh God, there and line tonight. We ask you, Lord God, that you'll touch their bodies. 
Touch their mind tonight. Oh God, strengthen them tonight, oh God. We ask you, oh God, that you will keep us together as one as we worship you tonight, Lord God. As we bring the service in your hands tonight, oh God. We come to you tonight as we say, the earth is the Lord and the fullness of the world and they that dwell therein. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we ask you to touch our hearts, touch our minds tonight, Lord God. We ask you, oh God, that you move upon us like never before. Move upon us individually and collectively, Lord God. Let there be a flow of your spirit in the service like never before. Oh God, we cast every care upon you tonight, Lord God. We cast all our burdens upon you tonight, Lord God. Lord God, so you said, anything we ask, believe your name, it shall be done. Oh God, we come in the service in your hands tonight, Lord God. As we worship you, Lord God, we worship in the beauty of holiness. For you seek and such to worship you. Have your way among us tonight, Lord God. But we know it's not by might tonight. We know it's not by power. But it's by your spirit, Lord God. Father God, we thank you in advance for what you're about to do in this place tonight. Lord God, we look to you. We worship you and praise you tonight. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Oh God, you are worthy to be praised. Come on, church, let me pray tonight that the Lord will have his way among us tonight in the service. Oh, Father God, for we're here to worship you. Oh, God, we're here to give you all the glory. We're here to call upon you in your name tonight, Lord God. Lord God, we love you. Oh, God, we give you all the glory and all the honor as we worship you, Lord God. Have your way among us tonight, Lord God. Let your will be done as we give you all the glory and as we give you all the honor in the name of Jesus we pray. Come on, let's give the Lord another round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Is there anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands? Anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. We're here to give the Lord some praise tonight. We bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. How about we clap our hands tonight? Oh, hallelujah. I think I'm going to better than that. Can you hear your hands? Name above all names.
glorify your King tonight. Be exalted tonight, Jesus. Be lifted up high, Jesus. people are trusting in the Lord tonight for the things they haven't even seen yet how many people have full trust in the Lord Jesus hallelujah hallelujah Jesus we worship
somebody worship him in this place. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless your name.
rain and it gets warm sometime here, but we're so glad to be here tonight. So we welcome everyone tonight and we pray, do hope you have, uh, you know, feel at liberty to worship the Lord tonight. God has brought us together for such a time as this. Amen. We, we actually, um, today is the 31st of uh, December. Amen. We close, 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 close to the end of 2022. And, um, you know, for some of us, you know, God has done a lot for us. Some of us, you know, we're still trying to make ends meet. But in spite of what's going on, we're able to be where we are tonight. And I want to give you an opportunity if someone have a testimony. Amen. Um, if you have a testimony that you want to share with the congregation that what the Lord has done for you, amen, that what he has brought you out of and what he has opened up doors and blessed you with, and you want to share with the congregation tonight, I'm going to, um, we have a mic, you can just raise your hand, sister, um, go ahead, Joe. Um, amen, praise God. Praise the Lord, everyone. I was glad when he said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Yeah. I'm standing here as a living testimony. Yeah. I had a lot of trials, but with prayers, I overcame it. Yeah. I suffered stroke and brain aneurysm. I was in coma for like 12 days, and I came out of that coma. Coming out of that, then I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I said, hey, God, man, I can't take it again. I beg you, please. So I came and talked with pastor. He prayed with me. I went. Luckily for me, the doctor looked at me. She said, your prognosis is good. The cancer was just forming. And when she said, why in there you want me to do something? I said, no, doc, just go do what you got to do and get out of there. <laughs> she went in. She took her the bath. It was more like a grain of rice. Then she said, because it was aggressive, I had to do radiation. I said, oh, God. So I went and did the radiation. On the 20th of this month, I rang the bell. So when I was ringing the bell, Hallelujah. The doctor said to me, he said, Selena, you rang that bell so hard, you woke up all the kids. I said, you don't know. But I rang that bell and I left. And he said, he gave me all the love. And I said, thank you. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, it was because of God I'm standing here today Hallelujah. to testify. I had to come to church tonight to give God the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Bukai, to share such a wonderful testimony. Amen. For those of you or those of us that know Sister Bukai can relate to some of the things that she's been through. Amen. And for her to really be here today with us, that's a blessing, more than a blessing, you know. So, Sister Bokai, just keep on keeping on. Keep on trusting the God. Amen. God has brought you a long way. Amen. Someone else have a testimony that you want to share with the congregation tonight. Amen. 
hear someone else with another testimony. Amen. Praise God. Uh, go ahead, Bussy. Lord, everybody. Hello, Lord. Well, let me be short. January, no, yes, January 1st, 2022, I didn't have my wife with me. December 31st, 2002, I had my wife with me. <laughs> and I give God praise for saints that prayed. I'm telling you, Pastor made a mention in his teachings during the year that when two people don't want to obey God, that means that they choose not to obey God. And I'm, 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 I am persuaded, in spite of what I may have seen in my past, in terms of what I've seen before, I declared in myself as a husband, if we say newly husband per se, it's been a year giving God praise for that. But I will choose as a man to obey God. And that as having my wife with me, we will continue to obey God. Even when there are so many attacks that you may be seeing, we're going to choose to obey God. All that we have experienced, God has been faithful throughout 2002, 2022, and he's going to help us through 2023. God bless you, everyone, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I, I, I can relate a little bit to Brother Bradley's testimony. Um, you know, I share it sometime. You know, I, I remember when I came here from Jamaica to the States, I went back to Jamaica to marry my wife, and um, it, it took me three years and three months to get my wife into the States. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in the midst of that, you see, when, when, when you serve God and you be faithful to God, the Bible said, nothing good will he withhold from them that love him. And when you trust God with all your heart, I don't know how many of us men are strong enough to say we're going to hang in there. You know, we may have to hold out for six months here. But how many of us are willing to say, let me hang in there for three years? God, is this your will for me to wait this long? Uh, you, you said in the word, either find it a wife, find it a good thing. Is it for you? Is, is it your will for me to stay away from my wife for three years and three months? But we hang in there. God kept us. Uh, you want to say something? <laughs> I mean, she's over there saying things, you know. I'm just saying, you saw me in between. <laughs> you know. But still, you know, I know I saw you in between. But still three years. Yeah. <laughs> but God, God's been good to us, church. Listen, I, I, I'll encourage you. Every young couple that's in congregation tonight are, listen, we, we've been in this thing 31 years. God has kept us for 31 years. We have our ups and downs, but we stay faithful. We battle things together. We pray together. We cry together. We serve the Lord together. And God provides for you. God provides for us. He kept us. And man, I'm just so excited about what God is doing. Amen. Um, if, is there someone else with another testimony? If there's no one else, um, someone else of a testimony you want to share? All right. 
So I'm going to speak on the same theme. I walked away from my, uh, my family in 2013 to go to recovery. Some of us have to wreck the boat before we can actually face the things that we need to face. When I walked away, I thought that I would be heading back. So in the course of that, um, I've been divorced. The Lord told me when I left that he was going to restore my marriage. And I've been hanging on. So there's been time when we weren't even speaking. I have regular conversation with my wife now. Last couple of years, I've sent her something for Christmas. Simple, but meaningful. The plants that are up here, there's a prayer plant. There's a peace lily. She has them in her house. My point is, is that she's, the iceberg has broken. And so we do have to hang on. My pastor's been talking about being faithful. And when you invest in him, he brings it back to you. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Awesome testimony. Amen. Amen. Come on, sister Asuka. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. <laughs> Amen. So we are ending 2022 and it's only a natural thing for us to reflect on the year that we've had we do it naturally in our own lives and so we know that the bible tells us in second corinthians the verses of 418 only what's done for christ will last amen so i'm here to give a little bit of a highlight uh for 2022 has ECC been up to? What have we been doing for the Lord? How have we been making a difference? So I'll start with uh, CSPI. Started out the year with six students. And after four years of hard work, one of those students graduated and continued to, um, the rest continue to persevere. One recovery, one, is it one celebrate recovery? Is that what it's called? Is that right? One recovery ministry. They met weekly at a local addiction recovery center. They averaged 25 to 30 participants each week. Let's give God praise for that. Amen. And they are projecting to increase in 2023. And for those who don't know, Brother Tom is one of the facilitators of uh, the Celebrate One Recovery. So praise God. We have someone there that's uh, in the trenches. The youth ministry planned and organized uh, CCC's first annual food drive, uh, successfully feeding over 100 people right here in our community um, at the task, uh, which is Trenton Area Soup Kitchen, um, and that went, uh, that went over successfully. A few members from our church gathered at the Trenton Area Soup Kitchen to help prepare food and to feed the homeless on site at task. Uh, they came in contact with over 200 people and they were able to make several connections at the task kitchen, both with the staff and those who joined for lunch. 
the evangelism team has been busy this year. Um, the team was intentional with spreading the gospel and reaching people right here in our backyard. That's what it's about, reaching those in our community. This year, they visited a lot of places, so I'm going to list all those places, and I hope I say them right for the time. <laughs> the Agabitti Plaza, Red Oak Apartment Complex, University Heights Subdivision, Wilbur Section, Food Bazaar, Walmart, Halo Farms, and local far the local farmer's market. They talked to people, they prayed with people, and they even took a day with some members of the church to help clean up the community. And it's because of the evangelism team's efforts and being led by the Lord that CPC is officially making a presence within our community. Prison ministry, they taught two Bible studies, uh, actually ongoing Bible studies, at the Juvenile Justice Center in Philadelphia. We also had an ongoing Bible study here in the Hamilton area with two participants. We joined together in vision and in finance, and we made one of the biggest decisions as a church thus far. We signed a contract for our very own building, praise God. The REACH program has changed our church forever, and I won't go into that too much because Pastor Wyatt's going to follow up with some details regarding where we stand. This year, we had over 25 guests visit our church, and several of those visitors did return, praise God. This year, we also had four filled with the Holy Spirit, praise God. Brother Izzy, his beautiful wife, Stacy. Uh, Luke Monroe and Jordan Wyatt. If you're here, please stand. Praise God. God is faithful. There's Jordan. Amen. At a young age, God is faithful. So let us continue to pray that God will allow us to persevere in 2023 and that we give more of ourselves, more of our time, that we just give God more. In Jesus' name, as Sister Josephine. Praise Paul. the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. We are going to pray. So I'm going to ask you to stand. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. I have some prayer points that we are going to pray on this tonight. Because our pastor was teaching on Thursday and he said, um, know your target. He also talked about um, river model perspective, and we're going to pray for that in the church. And I just want to give you a brief uh, understanding of this. He said a river model church focused on what happens to those who participate in the things of God. River model focuses on helping people move from point A to point B. River model focus on the development and growth of others. It focused on helping people change. Unlike the late model, it just focused on the number of people, the crowd who attends godly things, but nothing happens to the attendees. No change. So we don't want that in the church. We want the river model. So we're going to ask God to help us to have a ri river model perspective in the church. We're going to ask God to help us to be active.
attentive listeners to the words of God and take heed to it. We're going to ask God to help us to be faithful to Jesus in everything that we do. And we are asking him to bring revival in our church. We are also going to pray for those who are sick. I have two names here. Brother Crooks, who is in the hospital, and Brother Izzy is also in the hospital. Now, if you have a request, you can raise your hand. And those who are online, they can also submit their requests. Hallelujah. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just want to thank you for who you are, Lord God. You are the great I am, the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Lord God, you are the one who said, let there be and there was. You are sovereign, hallelujah. You are light, Lord Jesus. You are the bread of life, Lord God. And we exalt your holy and matchless name tonight, Lord. We adore you, Father, hallelujah, hallelujah. There is none like unto you, O oh God, in all the earth. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord God. We love and appreciate you, Lord. Wash us and make us clean, Lord God. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, Lord. Cast us not away from your presence, Lord, and take not your Holy Spirit from us, Lord Jesus. Father God, tonight as we come before you, Lord, we ask you, dear God, that we'll have a river model perspective in the church, Lord God. Lord God, we don't want to be, oh God, just concerned about numbers, Lord God. We don't just want to be concerned, Lord God, over, Lord God, the amount of people that comes or the event that is taking, being taking place, dear Father. But God, we want to look to you, Jesus Christ, who is our rock, who is our sword, who is our shield, who is our hiding place, the one who lives within us, Lord God, and the one who will move among us, Lord. That's what we want to keep our focus on you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help us, oh God, to be faithful followers of you, Lord. Oh God, help us, Lord Jesus Christ, that we will do, oh God, what you require of us there, Father God. We'll be faithful to you, Lord Jesus, because you're a faithful God. You never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God. Help us, dear Jesus Christ, that we'll become active listeners, Lord, to the preach word, Lord God. Lord, that we will not allow the words to go over our heads. We will not allow the words to go to just one ear and come through the other, Lord. But, Lord God, your word will go deep into us, Lord God, into the recesses of our soul. Lord God, it will form root within us, Lord God. And so, God, we will do what the word says. Hey, God, in the name of Jesus, your word, oh Lord God, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Help us, dear God, to no more just sit back and relax in your house, Lord. But we'll worship you in spirit and in truth. We'll take you at your words, mighty God. In the name of Jesus. In the 
name of Jesus, Lord God, we worship you. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. Send your revival in CCC, Lord. Oh, God. Breathe upon us, Lord God. Send your fire, Lord God. <laughs> Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, have mercy upon us. Oh God, as we go in 2023, Lord, help us to change our perspective, Lord. Lord God, help us, oh God, not to say it doesn't take all of that, but God, it takes all of that and more, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, you see every hand that was raised tonight. Oh, God, those over the internet, Lord, I pray, oh, God, that you'll touch them. I pray that you'll heal. I pray that you'll deliver. I pray that you'll provide, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Remember Albert Crooks in the hospital. Lord God, you're the healer. Lord God, you know just what's best for him. You know what's best for the situation. Lord, we place him in your hands. Hallelujah. We place brother Izzy in your hands also, God. Almighty God. Lord God, the lover of our soul. We worship you and we adore you tonight. Hallelujah. We believe you, Lord God, that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we're able to ask or even think, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. Breathe upon the rest of the service tonight. Breathe upon our pastor, Lord God. Speak through him, Lord God. Let your words go forth with power. Hallelujah, Lord God. And help us, Lord God, to take heed to your words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our world and the times that we're living in is, to say the least, challenging. We know who the hope of this world is. It's Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Wayne Wyatt, pastor of Christ in the Church, Hamilton, New Jersey. Our world is in dire need of their Savior. My heart goes out to our world. I believe the very first thing that the church can answer is helping the family that is fractured. The suicide rate uh, for um, uh, 25 to 35-year-olds is the second leading cause of death in New Jersey. The highest incidence of medical concern in um, uh, Mercer County is addiction for ages um, 15 to 24. 
56% of the births in Mercer County are unwed mothers. If we want to make a difference there. We're the most populated area or region in our nation, which means more people need the gospel in this area than any other region in our nation. We have had a burden for people, but we reach every kind of individual. And I think that Christ in the church can be that vehicle that uh, can help individuals find Christ. Our church began in a firehouse. You can clearly see that it's a firehouse. You see the fire trucks. You can see the, 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 the um, garage doors, right? I was not expecting the firehouse, right? It was, it, was, it was different. I didn't even know that you could have service at a firehouse. Um, so <laughs> Sounds strange. I thought it was strange myself. But we followed the leading of the Spirit of God, and we started in the conference room in the firehouse. We started as a Bible study, just my family, a uh, couple people, and we just started on Thursdays teaching a Bible study. We, we, we started having church services a few months after that, and we just continued to experience the power of God. We've seen growth uh, in our church, and that's been interesting. We've grown significantly. At this point, we have outgrown our, our space in both services. We've accomplished a lot inside of um, a, a very small space. Our um, Celebrate Recovery program um, Instead of being able to meet for two hours, meets for one hour a week. Instead of meeting on the day that we would prefer, we meet on a Friday. Um, not that there's an ideal day, it's just that we have to choose a day when we're not gonna bump up against another one of the ministries that needs to use the space. If we are going to reach the lost, we're going to need a bigger facility. When services start packing out, there can be a little discouragement from people that may not have been there that long um, to say maybe there's not room for me. Some people have chosen not to come because the space is so small. Facility, facilitate growth. You know, we serve such an awesome God, a big God. We need a bigger church so that <laughs> we can have space to worship. When you are at 70% capacity in any church building, you, you kind of stop growing because folks begin to navigate when they will come or not come because now they're concerned about will they have a seat when they arrive. Both services are packed. Because it is in a firehouse and we don't own the building and the firefighters use the building. So it really limits the things that we actually can do at the, at the firehouse. Like we can only be there for certain days for a certain amount of hours. We can't have a Sunday service at the same time have a youth service at the same time have maybe an adult Sunday school. Um, class. They're like, we want to meet with the pastor. Sometimes it's a family. And as of right now, I, I meet with folks in a small kitchen inside of the small room that we are doing church services in. The, the room that we've been in is 1,000 square feet. The, the building that we're looking to call a permanent address is 17,000 square feet, 17 times what we currently have. I'm here 
at what we hope to one day be our new home, the new home for Christ Center Church. This is where your children, my children, the community's children can come and get to experience Jesus. We um, will have classrooms, proper classrooms. They could meet simultaneously. A youth center would be huge for us. The youth can gather when they want to gather, have their programs, have their events. Where individuals can just come and just pray, maybe on their stop at the church, on their way to work, um, to pray. We have prayer on Zoom uh, right now at, at 5 o'clock in the morning. Where I, I want to be able to go in, go in and pray at any time in, in the building. It's going to take you, and so we hope you join us and be with us on this journey to be in this facility as we facilitate growth for Christ Center Church. We've been operating in, in a single building for, for almost seven years, and we've outgrown that space, but we need your help. We want to be a part of what God's doing in this time. A stewardship campaign is about having that direct conversation with the Lord about how you'll take part in this. Will you partner with us? Will you join us? It will really mean a lot to our congregation in helping us obtain our new church building. That way we can be united with each other again. And all of us can be in one space as a family. When you invest in the church, the kingdom of God, that's an eternal investment. There is no other place in our world that we can say is an eternal investment. Lives are going to be changed. People will get to experience eternal life because you partnered with us. Thank you for investing in God's kingdom. To partner with us, go to myccc.faith. Thank you for becoming a partner with Christ Center Church. Thank you for being a blessing and helping young people like me. Thank you for giving. Thank you for blessing us. May God bless you and your family. Your contribution means so very much to us, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We've been going at reach for a long, long time. There's some highlights that I wanted to just point out before I get into my REACH report. Um, today, well, at 12.01, uh, Daryl and Cheryl will celebrate their seventh year wedding anniversary. I married them seven years ago in their living room. Great time, great time. So text them tomorrow. Encourage them, let them know that God is doing something wonderful, and we thank God for what he's doing. Amen. I can't believe, I can't believe. That went by quick. My goodness. Amen. When, when I talked about in the video, when we started Bible study, me and my wife, me and my family, and just a few people, yeah, you all were part of the few people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sister Teo, we welcome Sister Teo to our family this year. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. She got married to our wonderful minister, Minister Bradley Guthrie, and she is the wife of a minister. Amen. Come on, Sister Teo. Hallelujah. 
she's added to the Christ-centered family, and we're so glad for her. Amen. And then we also have um, a wonderful family that traveled all the way from Washington State, moved to New Jersey, and decided to make Christ-centered church their church home. Now, that's awesome. They could have went any place else in New Jersey, but they chose this church. And we thank God because it, it's all God's will because God knew what we needed and God knew what they needed. That's how the body function. God knew this is where they needed to be, but God also knew the abilities that he had blessed them with. And so we just came together just perfectly, and we thank God for that. A lot of things have transpired uh, 2022 but I am very transparent and um, I'm always going to make sure um, I'm telling you about what's right and where we are and um, we didn't do well spiritually in 2022 we did some things but we we, we didn't get to where I, I felt like was a good place spiritually maybe we just can't multitask very well because we were focused on reach so much. And that's all right. I'm not telling you that to tell you anything bad. I'm telling you that so you know where we're going in 2023. Right? We, 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 we had some things happen. And um, we, we, we needed to see more people uh, get baptized in Jesus' name. We needed to see more people get filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. We needed to see the church grow even more. Not because we want a big church uh, numbers, but just that we want to feel like we're effective in what God called us to do. That's what it comes down to. We want to be effective in what God called us to do. And when we do that, then we know, okay, God, I'm pleasing you. We're pleasing you together. And so that's what we want. And so Thursday, yes, well, a couple of days ago, I talked about knowing your target and that you need to aim for your target. And sometimes we get confused as to what am I supposed to be doing as a Christian? Why am I going to church? The whole process of, you know, what you have seen that we call church. What is that all about? And I wanted to point out to us that we can focus on being faithful to God. Because that's who go to heaven is faithful people of God. So we can talk a lot about who goes to heaven, but if you study your Bible carefully, faithful people of God is who go to heaven. So keep your mind on Jesus, stay focused on Jesus, and more than anything else, be faithful to Jesus. You're not being faithful to the church, you're not being faithful to the pastor, you're not being faithful to the people in the church, you're being faithful to Jesus. However, if you are faithful to Jesus, you will find yourself doing some good things in the church. You will find yourself having great relationships. You'll find yourself growing and thriving when you are faithful to Jesus. And so I want you to realize your target as we go into the new year is being faithful to the Lord Jesus. Tonight I'll talk to you a little bit about the other thing that we need to do as we go into 2023. And then Sunday... In the day, well, in the morning, 1030, I'll tell you exactly what God wants us to do throughout 2023. But I'm up here tonight to share with you a little update on 
our REACH campaign. So some of you know, some of you don't know, um, but in early June of 2021, we identified a property now known as Ford Tennis Court right here in Hamilton, New Jersey. We identified Ford Tennis Court as a possible church home for our church. It was very nice when we saw it. We said, well, this looks nice. Uh, it would be a good opportunity for our church for us to have a place like that where we can worship God and our family can come and we'll have the space. But that location was not zoned for a church to operate there. So even if we could have purchased it right away, we couldn't have church services there because it was not regulated in New Jersey to have a church service, to have a church there. Not to mention the cost of it was $1.69 million. And we didn't have that. But we were dreaming. And we said, well, it would be nice to still have it. So what we had to do in order to even attempt to obtain that church, we launched what we call a campaign entitled reach in hopes of casting our vision in hopes of building faith in hopes of drawing closer to the Lord Jesus and also in raising the funds to purchase the property that's what reach was supposed to do reach was not just to raise money if you followed us closely we launched reach because we wanted to cast the vision of where this church is going we wanted to make sure we're building people's faith, help people to draw closer to the Lord Jesus, and yes, in all of that process to raise funds to purchase the church property. <clears throat> the reach launch date was September 25th of 2021. We had a leadership launch date of August 28th, but to the general public, our reach launch date was 9-25-2021, where we rolled everything out to say, all right, church, here is what we're trying to do. We found some property. We're going to need to get it rezoned. We're going to need some money to get it purchased. And so here is the vision of what we want to accomplish in this reach program. And so 9-25, we kicked it off. We had people... Um, pledge that they would give toward the purchasing of the purchasing of the property and when we total all the pledge that folks were going to give toward the property it came up to one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars six hundred and fifty six remember the cost of the property is one point six five or one point six nine million one of those right when we did some investigation, it said that we would need about $450,000 as down payment and closing costs to even be considered for the property. In the REACH program, we did what we called first fruit offering. That took place on 11-7-2021. Our first fruit offering we received $51,325. Uh, 
And that's pretty significant when you think about the pledge, the, the total amount pledged was 174656 So that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. As of 12-25-2022, we have brought in $215,841.91. So we exceeded what we pledged that we would give. Now, let me slow it down here and say this. Even with us bringing in $215,841.91, we still did not get all the pledges in that were made. So $53,065.42 is still remaining. So for any one of us that made the pledge and still haven't, you know, given all. The Bible says, you know, that your yea be yea and your nay be yea, nay. And the Bible also says when you make when you make a pledge, you make you're supposed to fulfill your pledge, right? And so um, we still have fifty three thousand sixty five dollars and forty two cents um, in pledge that we hope to uh, still see fulfilled. The end date of reach is 9-25-2023. So we said REACH was a two-year uh, uh, campaign. And so September 25th of 2023 is when we end our REACH campaign. So if you have given all that you pledge, keep giving. If you haven't given all that you have pledged, please give. I promise you in 2023, because, you know, I'm sure this was a, a, a thing. I know that we probably was overbearing in 2022, always talking about give, give, give. And I'm sure some folks was like, all right, we've heard enough. But we can't help that. We, we, the Lord says, whatever he gives a vision for, take it to the people. And we were just following God's instruction we weren't people that saying give money, trying to beat you up to give money. I will say this. None of us in here are really starving, and none of us in here have sacrificed till it hurt. Not even me. I gave the, mo the most to reach, and I'm not hurting. Did I sacrifice a little bit? Probably. But I'm not hurting. And I want to make sure that's clear so we know that we did pretty good. But we weren't hurting after we gave. Nobody lost a meal. Nobody got put out of their house. Nobody had to sell their cars. N none of that stuff. So uh, we did all right. Well, on December 29th, let me see here. Well, let me just do this. This is probably better. Let me read off this. This deed is made on December 27th, 2022, and delivered December 29th, 2022, between NJ Sports Associate LLC, having an address of 1101 Whitehead Road Extension, Ewing, New Jersey, 08638, here and after referred to as Granter, 
and Christ-centered church of Hamilton, New Jersey, nonprofit corporation with an address of 2711 Nottingham Way, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619, here and after referred to as grantee. So listen to this, in case you're not following. Transferred of ownership. The grants and conveyed transfer of property described below the transfers made the, in the sum of one million six hundred ninety-five thousand. The grantor acknowledged receipt of this consideration. This is the deed that for tennis court belongs to you. You are the new owners of Ford Tennis Court. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. The devil can't take it. The devil can't do nothing about it. It belongs to you. That's your building right there. Nobody can stop it because God is just that good that if he gives you a vision, he's a God of his word, and he took us all the way through. There you go. Cheryl, from humble beginnings of Bible study on Thursdays to that. You ought to give God praise. You ought to give God praise. We've been waiting for this for a long, long time. The D. Lukey, this is the D. Listen to me. I didn't know what to do. I'm still trying to ask myself, is this real? Ask my wife. I haven't slept in a good while. Before we did the deal, it just was every day. I wasn't sure, is it going to be today we're going to close? Is it going to be next week we're going to close? I couldn't sleep. I get a little bit of sleep at night, a couple hours, but just twist and turn all night long. We finally closed on Thursday, and I still couldn't sleep afterwards. So I'm wondering, is it really true? I'm like, Lord, you got to help me here. I couldn't sleep before. I can't sleep after. Can you let me sleep, Lord? Can't sleep. But this is a miracle, church. This has nothing to do with our ingenuity, how smart we are, how much money we got. I just read the money to you. You know the money wasn't so strong. But God. But God. But God. And so for all the people that came and said, boy, I can't be bothered with that little fire station. They get too crowded and packed in there. We're going to invite them back. We've already started work on it. You should have seen Brother Scarlett. Poor thing. Got on his ladder, cleaning out the gutters. You a real landlord. I said, look at him. Real landlord, like owner of the property. Climbing up on the rooftop, cleaning out the gutter. I said, look at Brother Scarlett. <laughs> With his one shoulder. But you property owner. Listen to me. I talk to the realtor all the time. 
and Jamie tells me people were lined up to buy the property. Now, understand this. It doesn't make good sense that this owner was selling this property for $1.65 million. When we asked to be a, use the building, you know what we said to him? We said, can we just lease to purchase? And our attorney started drawing up the paperwork for lease to purchase. When the owner saw the lease to purchase contract, he hit back and says, how about you just do purchase only? I said, yeah, but we can't have church services there because it's not zoned for churches. The owner hit back and says, I'll give you the time to go apply for the use variance so you can have church services there. Nobody let $1.65 million stay on hold for over a year. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. While other people were waiting that could pay for it right away. Because that's what really was happening. Other people were able to purchase it. And at any time, he could have said, this is too long of a process. And I'm sure his attorneys would have made it easy for him to weasel out of it and him just get the money. As a matter of fact, the realtor told me there was another property down the street from us that was being sold for $1.9 million. And a guy that had the money went to our realtor and said, I'll give you cash money, $1.7 million, if the owner will send it to me right, sell it to me right now. And it was sold in days. Jamie said she's still getting offer on the property that we own. She said, Wayne, I'm still, I got to take it down off LoopNet. They keep calling me. I said, you can do whatever you want, Jamie. She told me, I talked to her yesterday. She said, the, our property, not that we will ever consider this, but we can sell our property right now, Brother D, for $2.2 million, and we'll get it. God is that good. I try to get people to serve him, but I don't know what they think I'm trying to tell them, Trumpy. I don't know why people won't serve God after you hear from credible sources. Credible sources. It's one thing, Danielle, to hear from someone that's just new to it. But when you hear from credible source, I'm telling you, this is not bragging, but I'm a credible source. Because my resume in the world, you will never match up to it if you live for the the devil for the rest of your life you can never still match up to my resume in the world I was worldly and now I'm godly and the difference doesn't even compare night and day and I'm trying to get everybody that I know to understand that that your life will never be the same the things that God will allow you to accomplish will blow your mind no way in a million years I thought that I would be standing here today and talking to you about what I'm talking to you about. My God. My God. Look at it. You know how we like to say, God, you could have just gave us, you can't mess with God. God, you could have just gave us somebody that will send us some money so they can, we can buy the church. 
How many churches you know purchase a church and have tenants in the church? There's a lot of money that property costs, but a lot of it is being paid for by somebody else right now. Oh, that went over their head. That went over their heads on, sir. All right, all right. They'll get it next year, Ethan. That went over their head. Our tenants, if they stay loyal to their contract, at the end of their contract, our tenants, Christ Center Church tenants, would have contributed $600,000 to that property. So if you want to look at it however you want to look at it, the Lord could have gave us $600,000 and said, there you go. But he says, I'll give it to you another way. Because we walked in with the tenants. We didn't need the whole space. We don't go from this and go to 17,000 square foot and ready to go. So we'll occupy about 6,000 square foot up to 17,000. The other 11,000 will be occupied by our tenants and they'll pay for occupying. God is good. I don't know what to tell you been speechless, trying to pinch myself. It's real. I know I have the paperwork. I know the paperwork said it. But I'm still pinching myself. (laughs) We have some guests with us tonight. Timothy Parson. Timothy, amen, right here in the front. Timothy, welcome to Christ Center Church. You're from New Brunswick, Timothy. Timothy. I don't see anywhere on here, Timothy, where it said that you have a church home. Now, you might have some place that you go to. But guess what? When I was in the world, Y'all ready for this one? Mess Timothy up tonight. They say, who you, whoever you spend New Year's Eve with, that's your true love. <laughs> Did you ever hear that? Well, I'm telling you, see, I've been around a long time. Whoever you spend New Year's Eve with, bring it in the New Year with, that's your true love. Now, I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the church. Don't let nobody mess up your mind. So if you're spending New Year's Eve in the church, that's your true love. So regardless of what church you may attend, you ain't there tonight. Y'all mind was in the gutter. Look at y'all. I'm talking about church. You here at Christ Center Church tonight, so this must be your church, brother. This got to be your church. You're not at any other church. Whoever you spend New Year's Eve with. That's your true love. That's some old school stuff. Check it out. See if it's real or fake. It's legit. Tracy Paul. Where's Tracy? Tracy. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Tracy, 
It says you're from California. So you just visiting Jersey? Okay. Okay. Where in California? Valencia? Give me something close to Valencia that I know. Okay. Okay. North of Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Valencia. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to move from Cali and come to Jersey, they moved from Washington State, came to Jersey. We have a young lady. She's old. She's back home now from San Francisco. She's here too. She in this church, San Francisco. Tracy, not a big thing to make the move. Listen, we don't want to admit how important our soul is. Our soul is very important. And you got to take good care of your soul, church. And wherever God places you, you want to stay there and take real good care of your soul. Very important. Very, very important. So what are we going to do for the rest of the evening? Now that we know we're property owners. What are we going to do for the rest of the night? Brother Isaiah, you're going to feel better before you walk out of here tonight. You're going to feel better tonight. You're going to start to feel better and better and better. God is touching you even right now and you don't know it, but it's happening. What are you trying to do? You can't walk yet. You've been trying to do this for about two months now. trying to walk for two months. (laughs) He's not even going to walk. He's probably just going to run. Once he can move, he's just going to run. Yeah, I hear you. What does the um, agenda say, Brother Scarlett? Do we have anything else going on? I've got 20 minutes. It's almost um, okay. It's almost New Year. I'm going to give you about 15 good minutes and then the praise and worship team will come in come back up and we'll bring in the new year together we'll say happy new year hallelujah y'all realize y'all own some property they, 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 they don't realize they're not Ethan it hasn't sunk in yet we've been talking about reach for too many months they're like My goodness. Uh, uh, uh. Maybe the miracles set in a little bit once, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 15 says this. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. See then that you walk circumspectly, meaning carefully, not as fools. Brother Andre, it means some people walk as fools. The Bible says that. That we need to walk circumspectly, carefully, attentively, 
that we don't need to walk like fools walk. Fools walk in ignorance. The Bible says only a fool says there is no God. So fools walk like there is no God. But when we walk like there's a God carefully, attentively, then we're walking as wise. Verse 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. For the next few moments, I want to talk to you on this topic. Redeem the time. Redeem the time. Redeem the time. Thursday I talked about being faithful. Know your target. Be, be faithful. Faithfulness is the target. Tonight I want to share with you just for a few moments. Redeem the time. We live wisely when we use every opportunity, making the most of our time. To please and to glorify the Lord. Every day and every hour provides opportunities. And we should seize them for these purposes. This is important because we live in the days that evil influences and evil individuals dominate. I found this very interesting. I found this. Since March 2020 to present, we lost a lot of time and many opportunities. Can I get an amen? We lost a lot of people. Yes, there were opportunities that came out of the pandemic, but for sure we lost more opportunities than we gained. Ephesians 5 and 15 and 16 in the NIV version says it this way. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. The believers should carefully use their time, making use of opportunities for doing good. Somebody say doing good. This implies that we should not allow ourselves to be controlled by our circumstances. Rather, we should make use of the time as a valuable commodity or resource. Someone mathematically calculated a schedule that compare the average lifetime with a single day beginning at 7 a.m. and going all around the clock and ending at 7 a.m., 24 hours. So somebody calculated mathematically the schedule that the average lifetime is compared to. They said this. 
If you are 15 years old today, the time is 10.25 a.m. If you are 25 years old, the time is 12.42 p.m. If you are 35 years old, the time is 3 p.m. If you are 45 years old, the time is 5.16 p.m. If you are 55, the time is 7.34 p.m. If you are 65, the time is 9.55 p.m. And if you are 70, the time is 11 p.m. Now, what's interesting about that is in John 9 and 4, the scripture says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man So with all the timetable that they've put together as to where we are in our life, there's also a great part of that time where we're not able to work anymore because it's nighttime. Or we are not able to work anymore because we don't have the strength to do the kind of work that needs to be done. Where are you in your time in the life? That means we have to evaluate and ask ourselves, what am I doing with the time that I have? When the scripture refers to redeeming the time, it is referring to buying time. When you redeem something, you buy something. I don't know if we understand that. Aside from the Lord Jesus and your soul, time is the most precious commodity you have. Take a drink on that. Aside from the Lord Jesus and your soul, time is the most precious commodity you have. Because if you don't have the time, you don't have nothing else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Therefore, it is prudent to spend everything you must to purchase time. In buying, there is some price paid. When you're buying something, there's a price that is paid. We have to part with one thing so we can obtain another thing. When you buy something, you have to part with one thing to obtain the other thing. When you go to your nice restaurants, you don't get the steak for free. You don't get the lobster for free. When you go to fast food, you don't get that bag of food for free. You have to part with your money so you can get the food. So when you buy something, you have to part with something. So when you're trying to buy time, you're going to have to part with something. Redeem the time. How do you redeem the time? Brother D, we redeem the time when we decide we have to part with something. So you ready for it? I spend time on social media. If you calculate my time in social media, you might see that I spend about three, four hours a day on social media. If you're going to buy time, you're going to have to spend social media. 
That's what you're going to have to part with in order to buy time. And when you buy the time, you're buying it so you can use it to glorify God and reach souls. So when the Bible says redeem the time, the Bible is saying buy some time. And how are you going to buy the time? By parting with something so you can get more time. So as we go into 2023, we have to redeem the time. We've been losing time a whole bunch, even before pandemic. But since pandemic, we have lost a lot of time. And God is saying to us, if you will let me, I will work in your life so you can redeem the time. And so what you think you lost, I will show you how you can gain it back. Oh, it's a way to gain it back. It's a way to gain it back. No, you can't get 36 hours in a day. No, you can't get that back. But God will cause you to accomplish things in less time than it normally would take if you don't go on this mission. So we can redeem the time by, it's all about what you use the time to accomplish. And so the question is, what did I accomplish for the Lord in 2022? And if we didn't accomplish what God wanted us to accomplish in 2022, then we have to redeem the time so in 2023 we can accomplish what we should have in 2022 and what we will do in 2023. We can redeem the time. Don't mean you're getting 36 hours in a day. It just means you're going to accomplish more than what you could have if you're not redeeming the time. What are you willing to part with? Some of us, we got our things that we like to do and we can't show anything for it. What are you doing in your life that you really can't show anything for it? You do it and when you're done, what can you show for it? If you're spending time with your family, you can show something for it. Uh Uh-huh. If, 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 if you're doing the work of the Lord, you can show something for it. But there's some things in our life that we do and you can't show anything for it. You're like, what is that? What did you do? What did you do with your time? We need to show something with what we did with the time. Let me show you something. The price paid could be you parting with some things that you think is precious. But you have to ask yourself, how precious is that? How valuable is that thing you think that's real valuable? That which is bought belongeth to the buyer and so buy time to make it your own for spiritual advantages. You're buying the time so you can have them to spend on spiritual advantages, not just buying the time so you can just get more of nothing. Another translation used for the word redeem imply the recovery of 
of something lost. For instance, the recovery of a mortgage or the redeeming of what had been lost or pawned out. This one got me. Some of us have pawned out our time to the devil. We pawned it out. Here you go. Give me something. Just give me something for this. And you know the devil will always get you. You've given him something valuable, and he's giving you something that's so beneath and below the value of what you're giving him, and he takes it. And you got so much less, and he walk away. <laughs> you can't get the beauty of the dog. Because we pawned away time to the devil. We pawned it away. Here, devil, we've given him valuable time. And he's given us nothing. Something to make us think. Remember, he is a deceiver, a trickster, a con artist. He knows how to make something look like something when it's nothing. Ooh. And so when, when, when we take something to him and pawn it to him, he is trying to make us think that what he's given us is something really good. And at the end of the day, nothing. Nothing. We need to redeem the stuff that we've pawned out to the devil. Check this out. Make a quick mental list of the things you really value. Do that real quick. Mental list of things you really value. Let me say this. Obviously, the Lord Jesus should be one of those things that you really value. Undoubtedly, our loved ones should be one of those things that we really value. Our church should be one of those things that we really value. Our home should be one of those things we really value. But would time be a part of that list you just made a mental note of? Yeah, God is good. But you know, God is valuable to me. Yeah, you know, my family, I love them so, you know, they're valuable to me. Yeah, you know, I love my church. Yeah, you know, and then we start going down the line thinking about possessions. And don't even realize that you can't have none of those things and enjoy them if you don't have time. And time is never at the top of the list. Time is always way down there. I'll get to it when I can. Paul's admonition to live carefully, making the most of every opportunity, is a reminder of preciousness, the preciousness of time. Think about it. If someone takes away your money, you can make more money. Yes, if someone or something takes away your job or even your house, it might be very difficult, but you can get another job or another house. But if something takes your time and wastes it, you can never get back your time. All the things that we think is valuable, you can get it again. I've always felt confident in my ability to grind. Let me use that word, grind. So if I got a job, I was never worried about if I was going to get promoted and make more money because I can grind. You know what I mean, Brother Sam? We know how to grind. And so I always feel like just as long as I got breath, I'm going to be all right. That's cool. But time is a whole different ballgame. That don't have anything to do with grinding. That have to do with how valuable that is to you. 
and what do you use it to do since it's so valuable to you? We need to redeem the time. As we go in 2023, let's redeem the time. And so I pause here to tell you, as I mentioned earlier, we didn't get a whole lot accomplished spiritually in this church in 2022. But in 2023, God has opened the door. We don't have any excuse now. We can say all we want to say. We need to focus on the things that are important, on the Lord Jesus Christ and souls. We need to do what God wants us to do. We need to do what pleased God. And now that he's opened the door and given us what we say, facility, facilitate growth. And now that he has given us the facility, it's time to do the things that God is pleased with. We need to focus on the spiritual now. And we're going to have to redeem the time because of what we didn't take advantage of in 2022. 2022, we put a lot of emphasis, a lot of our energy into our REACH program, and we need to get four tennis courts. Well, the Lord has given us four tennis courts. What are we going to do now? We can't keep on talking about four tennis courts. We got to talk about what we got to do inside of four tennis courts. We got to talk about what God is calling us to do at four tennis courts. First Peter 4. Three through five says, for you have spent, this is the NIV version, for you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do. Living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. They think it's strange that you do not plunge with them into the same flood of dissipation, and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. Time came from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who will give us time because in case you don't know, God operates outside of time. So we operate within time. So he gave us time for what? So we can measure and fulfill the time while we're having the time he gave us, we can measure what we're fulfilling. So we're living in time. God is outside of time. And so Jesus will judge us for what we did with the time he has given us. Time is not ours to dispose of at our own pleasure. A Christian when he giveth up himself or herself to God, he giveth up everything that is his to God. Did you know that when you get saved, you give everything to God? We don't know that kind of Bible. We, we only know the kind of Bible that just makes us feel good. Paul says, I am hid in Christ, meaning once I'm saved, I'm lost in God. No longer I live, but Christ live in me. That's how Paul said it. And so the bottom line is when we're living for God, we lose our identity. We lose who we used to be and we become all about Jesus and no longer we live, but Christ live in us. My oldest child had the privilege 
I don't know if that's a privilege, probably opportunity, of seeing what I used to be and what I am. And if ain't nobody can't nobody testify, he can testify. I guess you can too, Sister Jackson. But you don't know everything. You don't you don't you don't know everything. You don't, you, don't, you don't know the terrible things, you know. <laughs> My wife could testify about some of the terrible things that they can look and say, Oh yeah, that same dude. <laughs> that same dude, because that dude right there, no, good. And so we have to realize when we surrender our life to God, we don't live anymore. Christ live in us. And even though it's not happening right now, I'm going to stop here. Even though it's not happening right now, it can happen, church. Don't settle in thinking that what you're hearing from the preaching of the word or when you read the Bible, when it sounds impossible, don't fold up, you know, your tent and feel like, man, can't nobody do that. Don't do that. God is just and God is love. There's no way he's going to be just and love and then have you tell you to do something and it's just impossible. Just understand that if you're not doing it now, just say to yourself, God, if you said it, I can do it. I just need to start doing it. You know what I mean? Don't just dismiss it and be like, man, can't nobody do that. Because once you say can't nobody do that, you open Pandora's box for you to just live any kind of way you want. But once you say, God, if you said it, it means I can do it. Then you're always striving to do it. In 2023, we got to redeem the time, church. We can't walk as fools. We can't walk unwise. We got to walk circumspectly. Believers must not waste their time being foolish. We have a job to do, and our lives must reflect our motivation and our goal to serve our Lord, to share the gospel message, and to be ready to manifest his kingdom. We should not be foolish and silly, but instead show that we understand what is the will of God for our life. You going to work with me to redeem the time in 2023? It's not impossible, church. There's some things that you know. Just be honest. You know. Yeah, I slipped them. I slipped up on some things. Some things didn't work out. I wasted time here. I wasted time there. God is not killing with that. God just sent me by here to bring it to your attention so you can know you can redeem the time. It doesn't have to be loss. All of what you thought you lost, it doesn't have to be what they say, a total loss. It don't have to be a total loss. All you have to do is hear the word tonight and says, I am going to redeem the time. I will not let it be a total loss. Why are y'all waiting to sing? Y'all were supposed to be up here. I'm gonna, that's, we got to fix that. If we said we closing out with song, why y'all still standing there? You should be up here, and I should be hearing some music in the background. We're going to fix all of this stuff. I am telling you, 2023, we fixing a lot of stuff. I was preoccupied trying to get four tennis court on the road. Cheryl, I did a whole lot of free stuff trying to get four tennis court rolling. So I was preoccupied. A lot of things slipped through the cracks. That's why I'm preaching tonight about redeeming the time. Things slipped through the cracks because four tennis court. But guess what? We got the, the, the deed now. So we don't have to worry about four tennis court. We're going to focus on the things that we missed. So let's stand tonight and we're going to praise God one more time and we're going to wish each other Happy New Year. Come on, praise singers. Do your thing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you.
thank you, Jesus.
Because he healed my heart. 